Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So, yeah, we've talked about the good. What about the bad? Who are the three weakest players for the campaign? So, first one I would probably bring up is uh, Junior Manias. At the start of the season, um, for quite a few games, I couldn't understand why we'd signed him. He did not see a football player in there at all. Uh, Every time he kind of came off the bench, it looked like he wasn't quite sure where he was supposed to be playing. Like, he would... Run like follow the ball and then the ball would go the other way and you just see him look at where the ball had went and try and run that way again he didn't really have a position and then I think it was against Hamilton he had an outstanding game you were like oh where's this player been but he's only shown it maybe like three games this season uh, and there's definitely a player in there and I would persevere with him but he needs to just show it a wee bit more. I don't know if he's maybe better, more of a striker than, and we've been trying to push him back in a midfield, sort of attacking midfield role. But um, I think it was the game against Hibs when we were 2-0 up. He, he made two mistakes that led to their goals uh, for them to come back into it. And it seemed he was not very good at his sort of the midfield defensive duties that we were trying to get him to play in. And uh, we probably should have played him a bit more up front. So maybe in the future but as the way the, the season was going he was probably one of our weaker links not yeah, the weakest there's still uh, more to come <laughs> okay <laughs> I was going to say Marais I've, I've never been impressed when I've seen him I think he's just I think I described it once in an article just a big lump uh, or a wee lump as he is because he's uh, well he's about as wide as he's, he's a wee big lump he's a uh, weirdly shaped player um, but yeah well, that was he's like, about as broad as he is tall yeah and like I honestly just couldn't understand how he'd made it in football and when we signed him from Northampton a lot of Northampton fans were like he's going to score a barrel load in Scotland I think that might have just been like English fans would say it's, that but anybody playing in England nah, it's ridiculous but, um, how low you can get in England with their fans still like coming up here the players are going to stroll it it's like unless you are a championship team I don't think you can say that with any sort of confidence yeah. even then there's been some uh, well Connor Washington gave a championship team scored uh, like three times all season mm-hmm. I think two of them were penalties so uh, four times, four times, sorry. four times. penalties. So uh, brilliant, yeah. What a player! Championship in England. What a league! Right, uh, who are the other two then? So if it's uh, Julian Rice, isn't the worst. Uh, no. What is? Well, uh, first one, Tony Andrew. Like yeah. 
was kind of when we signed him, I thought, you know, that's not a bad player that we've signed there, but he just it seemed like he didn't care. There were so many games where he just strolled about or we'd we'd be chasing a goal and he'd be on the bench and we'd bring him off the bench and he just looked like it was he wasn't trying. He was just sort of floating about, like he had no pace about him. Um pretty sure he took a penalty at one point and completely hashed that up. Um he just seemed a bit of a liability and then when he got the ball he'd try to do too much like he'd rather than make a pass he would run into a player or he'd give the ball away very easily just not the player he used to be at all um but again there is a bit of frustration in there that there was a player at one point and he did show it against I remember it was the Scottish Cup game against Motherwell the four each game he came off the bench when it was for each and he actually was trying. He was running after every ball. Um, he was making a bit of a, like, a nuisance of himself, which is all you kind of ask, but it's the only time he's really ever shown it. Yeah, I, um, think, I think Andrew, we've talked about this before, he, it seems like he's not, just not been the same player since he had a, a bad injury at Coventry. And mm-hmm. when Simon signed him, I didn't think it was a good sign because I'd seen him play for Aki's a few times last year and I thought he, he looked pretty poor. He looked a shadow of him for myself. So I just couldn't see how moving away from a club that he had had success at before to one that he had, you know, had, hadn't joined previous. So I just couldn't see how that was going to go right. And yeah, safe to say it didn't. <laughs> Although he kept, uh, kept playing for the most part just because I think because he had a lack of options and attack. Yeah. That's really it. Uh, he's been released now, so clearly at least Goodwin's also seen that as well. <laughs> right, and who, so who's the who, who takes the prize for worst, assuming it wasn't Andrew? Uh, Callum Waters. Um, it is a position where most teams that beat us, like thoroughly beat us, spotted that as a weakness and used it to their strength. Um, I think the worst game that he had was against Hearts in the 5-2 game. Ick Piezu ran rings around him and that shows you how bad Callum Waters had that game. <laughs> um, he's had these moments, like the best game he probably has played again was against Hearts there on the 1-0. I even t- text my pal in the group chat just saying, Waters is playing really well. Um, uh, like a few fans like him. Uh, my mate. I, I quite like him. <laughs> I, well, that's I'm still, I, I also do a podcast uh, with a mate who absolutely hates him. And I mentioned that you've had him ranked ninth in the top on <laughs> the top left backs of the league and they were like who's behind them <laughs> um, maybe it's something we we, we don't see that like other teams other teams fans kind of see where they think there might be a bit of a player in there i can't see he, he's either too tight on a get on someone which he was with like Piazu. he was on him like right away and Piazu just kept running by him that's the one thing you can't do with Piazu, is get yeah. tight on him like, let him defend himself. Just stand away and let him do whatever he wants because he's not going to do much. No, because it's always shite. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and I don't know if he got feedback with that because then in the next few matches, he wasn't tight enough on players. And it seemed a lot of goals were leaked via him. Uh, it's definitely a position, I think he's going back to Kumarok anyway. Um, definitely a position we need to improve in the future. But yeah. I think most Sutton fans will also agree with me that if I had to pick the biggest, the weakest link in our team, it was Callum Waters. Oh, well, uh, maybe that's a shocker for me and Joe. We'll, we'll see, time will tell. I'm not, selling all, I'm not going to sell all my Callum Waters stock uh, just because just you and your fellow buddies uh, can't see his awesome potential. <laughs> hey, Jack, Morelos and Barisic are the good guys. Talk us through your rubbish. 
the, the weakest uh, three players that uh, so I want guys who at least played a, a decent amount. I don't want some. I don't know if you had any yeah. jobbers and played one or two games, but uh, I want yeah, guys yeah, no, who are no, at well, least been around the squad a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, I was thinking that when I was trying to think about this. I mean, obviously we've got loads of guys who just you know because we've got a squad that's far too big. We've got loads of guys that just didn't really contribute at all, and that's uh, yeah, I wouldn't really include them, but with the exception potentially of the worst player, which we'll, we'll come on to last, but. I'd say probably in terms of a guy who did play a lot um, and didn't was a problem for us. I would say Nikola Katic, which is he's always still like a favourite uh, with a lot of Rangers fans. I, I don't get it. I think he's a big problem uh, for the way that we want to play. Uh, he's just not good enough on the ball, and it's a massive, massive problem. He's like a man down in possession, really, because he just will not... He, I, I, it's either a case he can't see the pass or he can and he's too scared to play it, but he just he just will not play the passes that we need, to, uh, we need him to play. And it makes it, it makes it far too easy to play against, I think, domestically. Because if you, if you know there's a guy who uh, just cannot play the way that the rest of the team is trying to play, then it's pretty easy for a team to set up a, you know, a pressing regime, which, which makes it difficult to, for us to play properly. So I would say that, I mean, defensively, he's, he's fine. You know, he has his moments, uh, but generally speaking, he's fine. Uh, you know, in a, in, in a team that was defending deep, I think he'd be outstanding. Um, and actually, you know, I think he could, I, I don't think I would have any qualms with him being able to play sort of, you know, in the Premier League in England or whatever, if it was a team that had no interest in, uh, you know, maybe a team like Burnley or something like that, that aren't really trying to uh, to keep the ball. And, um sort of siege defending I think he's, he's excellent at it but that's not the way that we're going to play for 80% of a season and it's just I don't think he's good enough so I'd be keen to sell him if uh, an offer uh, there's some chat that a team in, I think Dijon in France maybe we're in from I don't know if that will come to anything but, but yeah I'd be keen to, to move him on um, another player to, who's already left uh, is uh, who really didn't meet expectations was was Ojo, uh, Shea Ojo. Just started pretty well. Um and then just really, you know, by I think the goal with that goal against Feyenoord, which came after a sort of you know, he he sort of faded a wee bit since his initial start and they scored that goal against Feyenoord. That felt like it would be uh, you know, a big moment for him and he'd he'd come back again uh, and then he just didn't uh, and really never you know, I don't think he impacted any game after that point. Um, and it, you know, if we'd had him and Kent at the same time both playing well, I think that would have made a huge difference to us. But we never had that, and it was that is probably that right attacking position which was our biggest problem over the season. Um, and you know, we tried various players, and I think we've got about we must have at least twelve players that would probably. You know, could play there or would consider that their best position in the squad which is ridiculous but none of them are very good at it so that is a huge problem for, for this season coming is that we need, uh, we need to work out what we're doing on, the, on in that position and obviously saying Haji I don't know if he's the guy to play there I think he's certainly a guy that I'm happy with signed and uh, he should be playing every week I think but not necessarily in that position so so yeah that, that's he, he leaves and, and Leaves a sort of a hole as because uh, I think he was meant to be the start of the starter in that position, but they had to abandon 
um, adding them pretty quickly. Um, so, so yeah, I would have him second. Um, and yeah, worst player by distance, I would say this season, and, and probably the one that's cost us the most. Uh, he didn't play that much, but John Flanagan, an absolute disgrace of a footballer and man. Uh, probably my least favourite uh, Rangers player since Ian Black, and I don't say that lightly. Um, just he only played five league games for us this season. We only won two, which for a Rangers team is shocking. Uh, certainly as dominant as we were, he uh, all you know, he, he was. I think he was a sign that you, you can't have a, a backup player that is so different. Certainly a, you know, a team of, of Rangers um, resources should not have a backup player. Pretty much your first backup in two positions, uh, who's interpretation of the role is so different to the, to the two that normally start um, because obviously obviously when he's playing left back he's right footed so he can't play the way Barisic plays and that would be you know th- that would be his own problem but even when he plays he's meant to be a you know, right back by trade but he can't play football in a way that an attacking fullback tries to play so he just it doesn't work he's, he is he, he's another man down in possession um, and and I really think you're know, starting him uh, away at Tynecastle uh, in the week game. You know, he got hauled off at half time, never played for us again, um, thankfully. But you know, that, I think that decision cost us that game, even though it was it was nil nil at half time. I, I just think starting with him made the team play badly, and then we never actually started playing in that game. Um, so yeah, I, I think that really uh, him. Playing really caused us uh, issues. Even if he didn't play that many games this season, every game he played, it, it was a problem pretty much. Um, Barred absolutely, you know. I think the two games we won were like Samir at home, and uh, which was only one 0 and he was rubbish. And Hibs uh, at home, which we won six one, where the, the team were brilliant, so he never really had to do anything. Um, every other game was a problem. I think he started away at Pataudry, we drew. He uh, started against Celtic, uh, which seems. Bizarre looking back at now because I'm actually just fit for that game. But he started Flanagan first. Because Flanagan actually started the season as uh, first choice left back, um, and uh, you know especially Flanagan and Katic playing together on the left hand side of the defence. It was just you know it, it was way too easy to set up a team to to just let that side of the defence have the ball uh, and and they couldn't play. So so yeah, delighted that he's no longer uh, sullying our club with his presence. <laughs> Right. Uh, okay. Let's uh, let's uh, let's get let's get this foreplay out of the way. Let's get down to the real. Uh, let's get down to the real fucking. <laughs> yes. Come on. We've fluffed right. about for a little bit. Let's thumb in a softy. Right. Uh, okay. Who are the weak? <laughs> this is fucking hard. Uh, who are the weakest three players for the last campaign? If you had to pick just three. Right, so like the like the obvious one for me is uh, Pereira. Like. We can we can vamp about that shit all night. Uh, Berra was toilet to like an uncomprehensible level. Like he was just insanely bad. Uh, I I picked him at the start of the season like to be like quite good and like about mentioning, but Uchi was fucking terrible as well. Like that the the attempt at controlling the ball at McDermott Park basically summed up Uchi's season. Three of them were fucking terrible. I was. Close to the vinegars when Bera went away, I was just like, "Oh yes, oh, fuck." <laughs> could you could you believe the Hearts fans who were kind of like, 
we should have kept better after uh, <laughs> after January. I'm not wanting like lynch the next time we go to Tinkers, right? But a lot of Hearts fans are fucking idiots. Like be- like Berra was like he did like so Levine's like first full season, like when Berra was just fucking un- like almost unplayable. Like, he won everything and he was just he was great. Then he fucked himself by going back to Burnley. And he should have and management should have been like, look, you've you've lost a yard, we need to sort of like limit your minutes and start maybe using you as a as a sub or playing you like every other game or against certain types of teams, but we just persevered with Berra and it had such a, a negative impact on him that he just declined at an, an alarming rate. And uh, Uchi, have you do you follow Uchi on Instagram? Uh, no, he started doing like a lot of god bothering stuff and I was like, <laughs> fuck this. He is, uh, he is quite a top off and do a press up, that's all I want to see. He is quite a faith. What I, what I don't like for Uchi is Instagram. So Uchi does a lot of videos of him uh, doing a lot of weight stuff and doing a lot of running stuff. And it's like, can you please practice with football, please? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, you're not, you don't really need to be better at running and, and being strong. You're both, you're quite good at both of them, but you can't yeah, trap a ball. But that like 100 keep you up a challenge thing appeared at the start of lockdown. I noticed Uchi never did that because he probably <laughs> took one attempt and like murdered a, a small child with a stray ball. Right, uh, right we, named three, we named three weak players there and somehow didn't uh, mention like Loic Demore or <laughs> something. Oh, you know, like that, the, the weak player list is almost like, it's like you know, like the comedy cartoons, like you unveil a scroll and it just goes on forever. That's what it's like with Hearts players that were bad this season. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.